You're listening to the Course Report Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Course Report is the most complete resource for coding boot camps. On our site, we have thousands of reviews, hundreds of interviews, and a full directory of every coding boot camp around the world. On our podcast, we're sharing everything you need to stay up to date on this blossoming industry. Whether you're a boot camp founder or a future student, we hope you'll learn something on the Course Report Podcast. Okay, so hey everyone, welcome to our third Course Report July Coding Bootcamp News Roundup. I'm Liz. And I'm Imogen. And I'm Lauren. And each month we look at all the happenings from the coding bootcamp world. That's everything from new bootcamps to big fundraising announcements to interesting trends that we're seeing. So this month, one of the biggest trends we've seen by far is towards diversity in tech. So many companies, nonprofits, and coding boot camps are doing whatever they can to increase the diversity in tech through education. Plus, we've seen some huge investments in various boot camps, and we are seeing more tech giants launching their own coding classes. And of course, we're going to talk about the ongoing student outcomes debate and all the exciting new boot camps which are popping up everywhere. Okay, so before we get started, just a heads up that we are recording this three weeks into July because next week the Course Report team is going to be honestly all over the place. I'm going to Texas, Imogen, you'll be in Finland. And I am holding down Brooklyn. So we'll do a little update to the podcast if something crazy happens in the last week of July. Right, but first up, Imogen, give us some general news we saw this July. Don't we have a special Course Report announcement? Yes, so we just teamed up with Flatiron School in New York to give away a full scholarship to their web development program. That's so awesome. Do we know the winners yet? Actually, there were so amazing applicants that Flatiron School couldn't just choose one, and they chose two winners. So one went to Jessica, who will be doing the in-person web development course, and the other went to Dallin, who will be doing the online remote program. Yeah, that was a really special scholarship because it was aimed at people with creative backgrounds, so I loved it. Congratulations, Jessica and Dallin. Speaking of creative backgrounds, Tech Elevator founder Anthony Hughes just wrote a piece for the Huffington Post about why musicians make great software developers. Yeah, they really dug deep into our 2015 Coding Bootcamp Outcomes and Demographics report for that article, right? Yes. In that 2015 Outcomes report, we found that people who had majored in music for undergrad saw the greatest salary jump after attending a bootcamp compared to other majors. That's a salary increase of $37,000. Anthony writes about how musicians have analytical, methodical, and logical minds, which are also great for attributes for developers. Right, and anecdotally, we have actually spoken to bootcamp grads who found their music backgrounds were super useful while learning to code. So check out our alumni spotlight on General Assembly grad and singer, Rachel Smythe, who was actually a finalist on American Idol, and now she's a developer at a music startup. I love that story. And I also just spoke with a Sabio grad. Sabio is a boot camp in L.A. and the O.C. Uh, and she majored in ethnomusicology, and she's now making over $100,000 a year as a developer at Guess. Who would have thought? So even more proof. Okay, what else is exciting this month, Imogen? So... Meta's Data Science Bootcamp recently announced that they are the first data science bootcamp in the U.S. now authorized to enroll international students with the M1 visa. Imogen, what's an M1 visa? (laughs) Good question. So an M1 visa is a temporary student visa that allows international students to attend an accredited vocational or non-academic school in the U.S., such as a trade school, and those international students who are already on a on on an F1 visa in the U.S. may also transfer to Metis. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. So are there other coding boot camps that take the M1 visa? 
Yeah, so there are a couple. The one I can think of right now is Shillington School, which is a design boot camp in New York. But this M1 visa is awesome because in the past, international students have had to just come to the US on a three month tourist visa to take a boot camp and then leave as soon as the boot camp is over. Or if they're lucky, they might find a job that will sponsor them so they can stay. All right, Liz, any fun student success stories from July that stood out? Yeah, sure. So we read a Mike article in July. It was called Survive Getting Laid Off and Bounce Back Like a Boss in These Three Easy Steps, <laughs> which is a mouthful. Um, it's by Chris Riotta, and Chris gives an example of a guy named David who got laid off and decided to use that spare time to upskill and go to a coding boot camp, and he actually ended up with a much better job than the one that he left or got laid off from. Uh, and that story just shows that coding boot camps are not just for people that are at the start of their careers. Right, exactly. And we actually share so many interviews on our blog with people who have changed careers later in life. So check out our interviews with Hack Reactor grad Tyson and Refactor U grad Clayton. Yep, both great stories. I love the one with Tyson because he's working as a developer at Nike now, which is pretty awesome. All right, Lauren, tell us about this Economist article. So we're on a streak because this is the second month in a row that The Economist has covered coding boot camps. This most recent one is called Be Nice to Nerds, and the writer looks at how the adage, be nice to nerds, you may end up working for them, is extremely true. And developers are now thought of as the new kingmakers in companies. Developers, the article, the article calls them nerds, are becoming more prolific, and the author actually sees the growth of coding boot camps as an indicator that this is true. Um, is nerd a nice way to describe coders these days, y'all? Probably not. Very PC. But if you agree with this article, then you want to be you want to be called a nerd. Yeah, I totally agree. Gotta own it. All right. So talking about PC, we have noticed a huge trend towards diversity in the boot camp industry this month, which we are so happy to talk about. So Imogen, what did you read this month? So first out, Kevin Robinson Avila wrote in the Albuquerque Journal about how the Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce is helping fund people with disabilities to take a coding boot camp. So 21 students will be able to take Cultivating Coders' eight-week boot camp, which usually costs $7,950 each. Uh, how are they funding that? Okay, right. So Cultivating Coders actually has a Workforce Innovation Opportunity Act certification, allowing low-income students and people in underserved areas to receive federal aid for training. Ah, I get it. That's interesting. Um, actually, when I was in Denver, I talked to a student at Turing, I think, who had also used something similar. In Denver, it's called the Workforce Investment Act, but he used that to actually pay for his boot camp. Right, yeah, so that's similar. The Hispano Chamber of Commerce wants to help people in underserved areas get high-paying jobs in an in-demand field, which is something that we see a lot. But one interesting thing is that this assistance is also primarily aimed at helping disabled individuals who qualify for government educational assistance through the Division of Vocational Rehabilitation. <laughs> okay, that's a lot of long words. <laughs> right, Lauren, I know you want to tell us about what happened at Facebook this month. Well, we were excited to see that Facebook pledged $15 million towards computer education to code.org. They're a nonprofit which aims to expand access to computer science through its Hour of Code initiative and intro classes. Blake Montgomery from EdSearch writes that Facebook is pledging this donation over the next five years. That is such awesome news. But how will it impact diversity in tech? Well, code.org has a focus on diversity, and so far, 45% of the participants are female, and 48% are underrepresented minorities. Facebook also partnered with Lesbians Who Tech 
and Dev Bootcamp earlier this year to sponsor 20 Women to Learn to Code at a coding bootcamp. So Liz, these diversity initiatives are not just happening in the U.S., right? Nope. Uh, so Sindhu Hariharan from Entrepreneur covered a new coding bootcamp which launched in Lebanon to allow people from all backgrounds and socioeconomic levels to benefit from coding skills. It's called SE Factory. I'm assuming that stands for software engineering. Uh, it's a three-month bootcamp, and it aims to provide underprivileged and low-income youths with employment and entrepreneurship opportunities. So, Imogen, did ladies in tech get any love in July? Absolutely. So let's start with this scholarship from Chicago-based software company ThoughtWorks. So this article was from women's news tech website called Gadget, which announced that ThoughtWorks will give full scholarships to six women to take Makers Academy Coding Bootcamp in London, England. I love that name, Gadget. Uh, we see, yeah, so we see a lot of boot camps that offer those scholarships, but it's cool to see that initiative coming from an actual software company like ThoughtWorks. So I wonder if we'll actually see ThoughtWorks hire those scholarship uh, winners. Well, ThoughtWorks does actually have a London office, so that is very possible. But regardless, scholarships like these undeniably contribute to closing the gender imbalance in tech. Yep, definitely agree. And there are also drives to get women into tech at a younger age, right? So I love this next story. Um, Lauren, tell us about Girls Who Code in July. Sure. The University of Southern California has teamed up with Girls Who Code to host an immersion boot camp for high school students who will graduate soon. The story was covered by Darlene Adagero of EdScoop and explains that educating young women about tech at a younger age increases the likelihood that they may go into STEM careers when they graduate. Um, any other diversity wins in July? Yes, I have one. So ABC7's Brad Bell reported on how Prince George County, Maryland, has announced grants of up to $19,000 for nonprofits. One of the nonprofits, 100 Black Men of Prince George's County, plans to use the funds to put young people through a nine-week coding boot camp. That is so awesome. And finally, we get, uh, we've got some great news for San Antonio-based veterans. So this month, San Antonio Business Journal reporter Kristen Mossbrucker wrote about how CODEUP has just been approved by the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs to allow students to utilize benefits of the GI Bill for their education. Oh, that's awesome. And so is Code Up a boot camp in San Antonio? Yeah, Imogen. Uh, Code Up is a four-month course. It's designed to expose students to a variety of coding languages, and it costs $17,500. And now those GI Bill benefits can potentially cover up to 100% of the tuition. So while the exact benefit for each veteran is going to depend on the number of years of military service and a lot of other factors, this new way to finance learning to code is a really prominent step for boot camps. We're seeing a lot of uh, new schools become GI approved. So, okay, so switching gears, we were not surprised to see a good deal of investments and funding going into coding education lately. So, Lauren, which coding boot camps raised money in July? Well, Silicon Republic writer John Kennedy covered a 500,000 euro investment into Ireland based coding boot camp, Code Institute. The investment comes from the Bank of Ireland, the Early Stage Equity Fund, and Enterprise Ireland, and aims to tackle the widening skills gap across Europe. Yeah, so we know that there are a bunch of tech job openings in the U.S., but does Europe have the same demand? Did you find that? Yes, this comes at the right time because the EU Commission has predicted there will be 825,000 tech job vacancies in Europe by 2020. Wow, that's actually pretty substantial. All right, Imogen, how about other investments? Do you want to recap the Code Academy Series C? 
Sure, so you probably know Code Academy. They are a free online coding course provider, and they just raised $30 million with plans to expand their offerings. This new funding takes Code Academy's total funding to $42.5 million. <laughs> so Jeez. we always hear about how useful students find Code Academy when they're preparing for boot camps. So this is actually really great news. All right, wait, Imogen, plans to, quote, expand its offerings. What does that mean, actually, for the $30 million? Well, Code Academy has been around since 2011 and has 25 million users, but it's mainly only offered free services so far. But last summer, the company launched Code Academy Pro, which costs $20 per month and allows people to have, to have kind of a tutor that they can interact with. Um, and on an interesting side note, the main investor in Code Academy was Naspers, who, in who also invested $60 million in Udemy in June and $15 million in, Br in Brainly in May, which are both also online education providers. So do you think Code Academy is going to launch an in-person boot camp? Uh, I think that's hard to say. They experimented with this in 2015 by partnering with a handful of in-person coding boot camps, like WinCode was one of them, um, and they called that Code Academy Labs. But none of those have actually continued, so I feel like they'll probably stay in their sweet spot, which is online. So Liz, any big corporate partnerships our listeners should be aware of? Yes. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about those. Apple has announced that its iOS Developer Academy will open in Italy in October this year in partnership with the University of Naples. Oh, haven't we heard that before? Uh, yeah. So Mac Rumors covered the story, but it's actually an update on a previous announcement from Apple in January that they would be starting a training facility at some point. And in its first year, the program aims to teach 200 students how to make iOS apps. And how is Apple? How is an Apple boot camp different from a normal coding boot camp? Okay, so this one is nine months long, um, so pretty long. the The curriculum is designed by Apple itself, and it also covers design techniques and startup creation skills. Uh, so you know, a little different. Um, Imogen, any other partnerships? Yeah, so Microsoft is also getting in on the education game. TechCrunch reporter Lucia Maffei covered the recent launch of Microsoft's new data science classes. Microsoft has partnered with edX.org, a nonprofit online learning website to offer a Microsoft professional degree program, which aims to help professionals grow their skills in in-demand fields. Wait, doesn't Microsoft already do an in-person data science boot camp? Yeah, so that's their summer program. It's called Microsoft Research Data Science Summer School. It's actually happening right now here in New York. Oh, cool. It's eight weeks long, and we have it listed on course report. That is awesome. So, all right, moving on to the college versus boot camps debate. So Lauren, did you read David Yang's guest post in the Huffington Post this month? Yes, I did. So Full Stack Academy founder David Yang wrote an article about the ongoing debate between CS degrees and coding boot camps. He criticizes some of the, quote, arcane ideas, end quote, being taught in CS degrees and says that we can't expect to create a scalable and competitive workforce of programmers if we're limited to the pool of people who are accepted to top universities. David is in favor of boot camps filling this gap, claiming that, quote, boot camps have proven to be much more effective in closing the education to employment gap in tech. Right. And in that vein, this is another interesting kind of story. A high schooler wrote to Annie Fisher of Fortune magazine to ask her if he can become a computer programmer without going to college and getting in debt. So Anne responded that he probably should go to college, but mentions coding boot camps as a potential alternative. 
However, she concedes that she still thinks he should go to college to get a more, quote, rounded education, which includes soft skills and writing skills. And also because she says that many employers still require a college degree, especially as you climb the ranks. But here at Course Report, we are starting to see students foregoing college to go straight to a boot camp. Imogen, I actually think recently you spoke to an 18-year-old called Josh who skipped university and went straight to straight from high school to Holburton School in San Francisco, right? Yeah, right. So he was actually even about to launch his own startup. That's really cool. So finally, let's talk about student outcomes. Liz, what do you have for us? Yeah, student outcomes are heating up right now. So we mentioned a guest post from Daryl Silver last month in June. And Daryl has actually written another piece for Market Watch explaining how coding boot camps can escape the fate of Trump University. Okay, so do we have to talk about Trump now? Uh, no, Imogen, we can take that as a buzzword. You can replace it with literally any for-profit higher education like University of Phoenix. Um, but this piece contributes to the debate among coding boot camps about outcomes reporting and whether it's necessary or even possible to standardize a way for boot camps to report their outcomes. There's been a flurry of Medium articles that, that's also contributed to this debate in July with posts from Dev Bootcamp and Turing. Those are all on Medium. And Daryl, in his MarketWatch uh, article, argues that reliable and comparable uh, outcomes data is essential so that students can work out which bootcamps are trustworthy and which will actually help them get jobs as developers. Remember that Daryl is also the founder of Thinkful and CEO of Thinkful, so just be aware. <laughs> Okay, so when we publish this podcast, can we include links to all of those Medium articles you just mentioned? Yes, absolutely, definitely. We want everyone to read them. So, uh, Lauren and Imogen, tell us about some new coding boot camps that are just launching. Right, so the emails just keep flowing in every week telling us about all the new boot camps that are launching in the U.S. and also around the world. Um, so in our May podcast, we actually previewed Free Code School 42, um, but now it's actually launched in Silicon Valley. San Francisco Chronicle reporter Kathleen Pender writes about how the school, which was founded and funded by French billionaire Xavier Neal, has started its piscine portion of the program, where students compete for one of 300 places in the three-year tuition-free program. And the school also offers free housing for people from out of town with a 160-bed dormitory. And Liz, didn't Kathleen, the reporter in this, quote you in that article? Yeah, yeah. I actually spoke to Kathleen as she was writing that article. And I think what stood out to me from that conversation is that at some point when we were talking about 42, she was like, what's the catch? Are there drawbacks? This seems kind of too good to be true. So so do you think there is a catch? Um, no, not necessarily. I think that if you're a student that doesn't learn well in a self-directed environment or learn well on your own, then this probably isn't going to work for you. But if you can learn um, in the environment at 42, then I think it's awesome. And it's probably why we've seen like thousands of applicants at 42. So we're regularly seeing colleges teaming up with boot camps. The most recent one is Seattle Central College, which has won a grant of $3.8 million to help students take coding boot camps. Okay, is that grant part of Tech Hire? Well, actually, yes, it is. This is a part of the package of $150 million in grants released in July by the Obama administration called Tech Hire Partnerships. Catherine Long of the Seattle Times covered this initiative, which aims to train people without college degrees and get them into paid apprenticeships in Seattle area startups. Seattle Central College has partnered with LaunchCode, a St. Louis nonprofit, to train 700 people over the next four years. Whew. Awesome. That's cool. 
And also, Tajha Chapele Lanier of Technically DC wrote a report about new cybersecurity bootcamp, Empower Security Academy. So launching in DC just a month ago, Empower Security Academy is looking to fill the cybersecurity gap in the capital. Oh, I love that image. And we're starting to add so many more security boot camps to course report to our directory. But I actually don't know a ton about the security industry. Are there a lot of jobs available in security? Does anyone know? So according to Peninsula Press, there are currently about 200,000 unfilled cybersecurity positions in the U.S. The founders of Empower Academy saw this as a huge problem because many back-end engineers just don't have cybersecurity knowledge. They figured a bootcamp model was the solution. And get this, one of the founders couldn't get a job with his own tech knowledge until after he became a Hack Reactor bootcamp, bootcamp grad, even though he had a master's in information science. So after Hack Reactor, he saw the opportunity to start his own bootcamp. Oh, love that. Yet another bootcamp success story. All right, so when is Empower Security Academy's first cohort? It starts in October. Amazing. All right, what other coding bootcamps have we added to the course report directory in July, Lauren? So, actually, we've added quite a few in July. We have Growth X in San Francisco, Code Tahoe in Nevada, CodeWorks in Barcelona, Basecamp in Vienna, Tag Innovation School in Milan, Red Academy in Toronto and Vancouver, and then we have Launch Code, which um, has various locations such as St. Louis, South Florida, Kansas City, and a bunch more. Check them out. Um, we have Array School of Technology in Wyoming and Redwood Academy in Santa Ana. Okay, those are all over the place. All, all over the place. And there's like nine, nine or ten of them. That's insane. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap it up by reflecting on our favorite blog post to work on this month. Imogen, did you have a favorite? Yeah, so I actually really enjoyed working on a piece about Dev Bootcamp's Engineering Empathy Program. You know, I speak to a lot of students and alumni about, you know, their experiences at boot camp, but I've never done an article like this about kind of the soft skills part of learning a boot camp. So I spoke to one of Dev Bootcamp's counselors, Sarah, and I just had no idea how much of a difference soft skills make for developers. Yes, soft skills are definitely very important. So, I just did my first student interview at Course Report. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I did it with a woman named Emma, who is a grad from Software Guild. And I'm also starting to work on our 2016 Alumni Outcomes and Demographics Report. So, if you're listening to this and you're a coding bootcamp grad, or if you know any, please take the survey. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good shout out. Yes, please take that survey. Uh, take it by August 12th. And you can win a $500 Amazon gift card if you take it. So we are super excited about that. The data that we get from that report is so important to this industry and is super interesting. So, um, And Imogen, I also loved that engineering empathy piece. It was really cool. And my favorite piece to work on in July was this alumni spotlight with Wendy from Hackbright. She has an amazing story. She was a mom. She transitioned from being an esthetician into a security role after Hackbright. So we get to talk a little bit about that role in security as well and just overall a super inspiring woman. Awesome. So that brings us to the end of the Course Report July News Roundup. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. We hope you learned something new and we will see you you'll next. Hear yes, us. You'll yeah. hear <laughs> us next month in August. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.